Nicola Carmody on LMFM. Good morning, it's Thursday, September 26, 2019. On today's programme, the reopening of Lawrence's Gate raised in the Shannad, a new campaign against the public services card, the bill to ban co-living developments and the uproar in the British Parliament last night and the impact here. But first, it's emerged that under the Garda restructuring which we've been following on this programme, Navan is to lose its status as a divisional headquarters. Garda Liam Hennessy attached to slain Garda station joins us now. He's also the representative from Meath Division, who sits on the Central Executive Committee of the Garda Representative Association. Good morning, Garda Hennessy. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Ola. Now, a lot of concern and disappointment being expressed this morning at the move. Well, there are, there is a lot of disappointment um, among members of the public and Garda across County Meath, in that um, Commissioner Harris has outlined that as part of the new operating policing model, um, he's going to deployed the new divisional headquarters at Mullingar. As we know, the county of Meath has a population of around 195,000 and Westmeath has a little shy of 89,000. The location, we believe, is, is, is not suitable. Um, it it will we'll have a detachment for the people in County Meath and will have an impact on the service we provide. Now, as you say, Meath is a hugely growing area, a big commuter belt. So you're saying it just seems a bit illogical to move the, the, the divisional centre further away? It does by population. And also historically, we've seen resources pulled towards headquarters stations such as scenes of crime, traffic specialist units. Uh, training, etc. And, and this culture must stop to ensure that the resources remain deployed and available across the entire divisions. I now, mean, obviously, uh, the, the Garda stations in Navan and where are, what have you are not going to close down. It's not that they're going to be removed. It's simply that the centre of focus, the command centre as such, goes elsewhere. Is that correct? That's correct. And, and that movement of the centre of focus, as you refer, is going to have a huge impact on the resources we have to do the job to tackle our day-to-day policing needs. And obviously this would impact uh, greatly on, on rural areas, you feel? It would. It, naturally, it tends to filter down from the large urban areas into rural areas. And, well, policing by its nature would react to where, the, where it's needed the most, where the most people are. I mean, as part of this also, we will be part of an eastern region where we'll have a headquarters in Kilkenny. And and you also have, um, apart from those geographical issues that you've, you've stated there, you've concerns around the funding. What are they exactly? Well, Orla, the GRA don't see this working without a substantial level of funding in areas such as accommodation, manpower, information technology, uniform equipment and welfare. And, and I mean, re- very recently there, 15 million has been cut from the policing budget as a result of the visits of President Trump and Vice President Spence. A pence, sorry, and I mean, for this to work, it's 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 going to require a huge level of funding. Now, as regards the actual resourcing, as you've said, and the manpower, and obviously that has a big impact on individual Gardaí. Will they now have to drive much further just to get to work if they were were previously based in Navan and now are going to be in Mullingar or Kilkenny? That's a, poss- a possibility in a lot of cases, and from members on the ground. Um, they're hearing of these things in 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 the media, and and like where 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 their daily working life is going to be hugely impacted. Um, they just feel let down and not fully informed. But yes, they'll certainly have larger distances to travel to, walk, 
and also in, in, in our day-to-day policing, we'll have larger distances to travel to and from headquarters stations. And when you say uh, there's a lack of communication, uh, you're saying your members are reading this the same way we are in the news this morning. Have you not had any communication directly? Very little. There's been a lack of engagement and consultation. For example, Orla, this was piloted in four divisions. Now, to date, on Garda Shikon, I've not published any assessment of these pilots to date. And from, from what we are hearing on the ground, there's been administrative... The administrative burdens are causing a huge um, pressure. And again, as I've mentioned earlier, the long travel distances between stations. And when you say there's a lack of communication, um, Garda Hennessy, uh, what way normally do these major structural changes or or, or things that would impact widely on Garda, what what way is that normally communicated to you? Do you get circulars? Do you get meetings called? What way does it normally work? Normally it would come in the form of circulars, but um, the GRA has had little or no involvement in, in this operation policing model. And we, we just feel we haven't been fully uh, contacted or consulted on it. So the, the main concern here really is that all of this change is underway and you're all just not sure how it's going to play out in, in the short term. Correct. All right. Well, Garda Liam, Liam Hennessy, thank you for joining us with that insight. And we're joined now by uh, Deputy Shane Cassell's Fianna Fáil TD for Mead West and also Deputy Pather Tobin, Aintu Leader and TD for Mead West. And uh, you're both very welcome. Can I start with you, um, Deputy Castles, on this uh, whole thing? You've described it as gut-wrenching. Why is that? Uh, good morning, Orla. And yes, certainly it is gut-wrenching. And I think it was uh, captured perfectly there by Garda Hennessy in terms of the impact uh, for the people of Mead. Uh, what I would say, first of all, is that at our policing meeting that we hold um, regularly with uh, the Chief Superintendent Fergus Healy uh, from Mead, uh, and we held it on Monday with him. I think he, he gave a fair indication where things were leading to because he spoke of how the state of guard accommodation in Mead uh, was poor and how Mull and Garnet alone were currently getting new stations built. And obviously that was a determining factor in that they had facilities ready to go. Uh, and I think to explain to people, because I've said it's not just about bricks and mortar, it is about where the focus is going to lie. And when you take the Mead, uh, West Mead Division now, stretching from the coast over near where you are, all the way over to Atlone, that's 162 kilometres. And that's a fairly expansive area now for the Gardaí to have to cover. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in the context of this divisional headquarters, and over the past 18 months, I've been fighting in the Dáil for a new divisional headquarters for Mead, with the assistance, I would say, of the, the senior management of the force in County Mead, people like Fergus Healy. And last summer I travelled to Wexford uh, with Fergus and the former superintendent, Mick Devine, and members of the policing committee to see the state-of-the-art divisional headquarters down there and to explain to the public why this is important is, as Garda Hennessy touched on, there are things like the, um, the special crimes unit, the uh, laboratories, the armed unit, which are all collated in that one building. And that allows the focus of the Gardaí to be very centred on where they, um, the clear and present danger and threats are posed. We'll come back to that in just a moment. I just want to bring in uh, Deputy Tobin in here as well. Um, now, we heard that there are concerns around infrastructure, obviously, but, but now, again, I'm hearing that the new centres in Kilkenny and uh, Mullingar are state-of-the-art. So presumably they do have all of this IT infrastructure we're talking about, or do they? Well, I suppose it's, it's important to look at what's happening on the ground first and foremost. And we know that in Mead over the last number of years, we've seen a significant increase in crime and antisocial behaviour. Uh, some of our towns are the locations of drug dealing. 
uh, addicts are found in alleyways and in parks and in toilets. We know in Trim, a couple of weeks ago, petrol bombs were thrown at the courthouse there. In the estates around uh, the county, I've heard of hatchet attacks in the middle of the day in those housing estates. I know of restaurants in Meath that are closing earlier than any other restaurant in their chain due to antisocial behaviour. I also know of people who have put up bulletproof doors on their security uh, within the town. Uh, we also know that sexual assaults have risen radically in County Meath over the last uh, number of years. So we know that there's a serious problem with crime and antisocial behaviour in Meath. Now, at this time, we have a government and a police force which is actually taking out the focus and attention and moving it elsewhere. They're moving it to a population that's half the size of County Meath, that's growing at a slower level than County Meath. And it's very logical that if you don't have the resources and if you don't have the focus, you won't have the situation resolved. And, you know, it's, it's absolutely incredible that the Minister is presiding over this. Meath is at the bottom of the rung in loads of different areas. Indeed, one of the key issues that we've been raising is that Meath has the lowest number of Gardaí per capita in the state. West Meath has double the amount of Gardaí per capita than County Meath has. If we don't have the Gardaí, we're not going to be able to tackle the problem. Whole swathes of Meath, if you travel from Enfield to Clonard up to Trim, you might have only about five Gardaí on duty on a given Sunday. And if two of those Gardaí are called out uh, to deal with a, an arrest, you, you literally have people who are you're struggling to answer the telephones with regards to the, the issues that are coming in to the Gardaí. So and if I can bring view- you back in there, Ed, uh, Shane Castles, last uh, December there was uh, some strong reporting around how crime in Meath had actually gone down and I think you welcomed it at the time and there was great effort being made to bring it down and you were commending the, the Chief Superintendent at the time, five extra Gardaí, but you're saying all of that good work is now being undone. I think what, what is key here is the issue of the motive uh, for what the commissioner is doing. And we want to see more boots on the ground. As I think it's fairly evident, it's very rare for members of the Guardi to come on to the show and actually discuss these issues. So for Garda Hennessy to come on and express his concern, that's a significant uh, indication of the disquiet among the force. Because we have been trying to build up the numbers in the Garda division in County Meath. And what is going to happen here now is there's obviously going to be an internal discussion about whether members of the force, which as we know is a larger per capita in West Mead, is going to be just redirected into Mead, a massaging of the figures for example. And the issues in Mead are very unique. We've got a town in the centre of the, of the county in Navan which has a population explosion. And in fairness, uh, Chief Superintendent uh, Healy and, and Superintendent Farrell, they are trying to get more boots on the ground in policing in Mead. But there's huge rural expanses around the, the southern part and the northern part of the county as well. And how they're going to actually balance that is going to be very, very difficult. And I don't think they're making any qualms about that. They're saying there's going to be major HR issues here. It's not going to happen overnight. And as Garda Hennessy has said, it's going to take massive, massive massive funding and at this moment in time they're devoid of funding so they've announced a grandiose plan but there hasn't been the requisite backup of financial uh, commitment from the minister to actually implement that and that is actually causing a huge amount of disquiet as well so he's announced this plan which has put us on the back foot in terms of getting on the building program for developing Garda facilities in County Mead and all we're getting instead of the new facilities that West Mead are getting is a sticking plaster job with a, a, a small amount of money for Navan Garda stations and other across the county and the impact of that is that when it comes down to very specialised crimes 
in County Mead. The Gardaí do not have the resources to actually do the research. I've gone round Navangarda Station. I've seen the squalor, the cramped conditions, the Gardaí, the 120 Gardaí in Navan are trying to work in. It's a disgrace. That's an old Christian Brothers uh, school accommodation unit and it's been retrofitted with prefabs at the back for a Gardaí. The net result is they don't have the facilities to carry out proper policing across our county. They are doing their best and putting themselves on the front line. I have to put have. this question. It's not good enough and it's up to the, the likes of the government to actually front up and actually address the squalor uh, that they're giving our, our men and women in the Gardaí. Now I can hear the passion in both the voices there. This is obviously something that is really, really core to, to, to both of you in terms of your work, um, Shane Castles and Pather Tobin. But I have to put the question to both of you and you can take it in turn. With three government TDs in Meath, how is this happening? Well, I would say, for example, I, I referenced the fact that members of the Oireachtas were invited uh, to that particular visit uh, last year to the, see the, the state of the art facilities. Uh, the Gardaí initiated that uh, visit and wanted people in the Oireachtas to see the compare and contrast. We went to Navan, saw the squalor, went to Wexford, saw the multi-million euro facility. Not one of the government ministers came on that particular trip. Maybe they're blind to the obvious issues that are actually pertaining in the county, and they do need to address this. We're not even on the billing Works programme with the OPW for facilities in County Mead. And it's not just about bricks and mortar. We've had a chief super who's had to change the uh, policing unit from North Mead, pulling it out of there, down into the kind of Ashburn area to deal with the threat from uh, gangs and fingers coming across the border and infiltrating that area. Absolutely. And Pather Tobin, your response goal, now, please. One from the other. Pather Tobin. It, see, I think uh, probably one of the reasons why you're hearing the stress in our voices is this is not unusual for Meath. So Meath always loses out. And we're not just speaking the poor mouth here. If you look at Loud Meath uh, ETB, when the VECs were joined together, we lost the headquarters for that. Uh, Navan is the biggest town in the country without a rail line. We have the lowest mental health investment in the country. We have one of the lowest IDA, EI investments in the country. The ministers in County Mead are asleep at the wheel, in my view. Uh, it's absolutely incredible. Myself and Shane attended a joint policing committee meeting uh, in Mead County Council with Senior Gardaí uh, in the area last Monday. There was, there was no ministers uh, in attendance. The pressure has to be put on to the ministers in Mead to start standing up for their county. And just, just to bring to your attention, this Saturday, uh, the Safer Mead campaign will have a march in the centre of Navan at 1pm starting at Kennedy Place. It's a cross-community, cross-party organisation and the objective is to see can we get more Gardaí in County Mead and can we see can we have proper policing in Navan and the rest of the towns in the county. It is too serious not to stand up and fight. We have to see can we sort this. All right, well, we will uh, we will try and get a government uh, spokesperson in maybe tomorrow or early next week to respond to some of the uh, uh, suggestions you've made there. And we will no doubt be following this one closely as time goes on. Deputy Shane Castles and Deputy Pather Tobin. And earlier we heard from Garda Liam Hennessy. Thank you for joining us on the programme today. We'll take a break. Orla Comedy on LMFM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.